everyone. If you are a high school student, high school senior going off to college, these episodes are for you. Last week, we talked about tips, last minute tips for going off to college. This week, we are talking about tips for transitioning from high school to college. And this is actually part two. So make sure to check out part one. But thanks for listening and stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. We are doing another one of our relevant rambles. And if you haven't listened or you haven't listened in a long time, our relevant rambles are just our mini episodes where we talk about relevant issues in higher education or just relevant issues or relevant things for anyone for this time of the year. So as we're recording, students are preparing to go off to college if you just graduated from high school. So we're just wanting to share some really important tips as you're preparing to make that transition. So this week, as I mentioned, is tips for transitioning from high school to college, just getting you ready, making sure you feel comfortable. And I'm going to let Kemi kick off the first tip. Yes. So our first tip for transitioning from high school to college is, it's so funny because I've heard of this saying when I went to college, and I think it really does hold true. If you are staying on campus in a dorm, do not go home on the weekends for the first month of school. And the reason why this is, is this is the month where everybody's making friendships, everybody's kind of finding their own on campus, and there's a lot of opportunities Mm. for you to meet new people. And these are when like your these new bonds start to form. So everything happens on the weekends. You have parties. You have all these different student events that are just popping off like every weekend for the first couple months. And this is a time for you to get engaged and to find your people. So if you go home on the weekends, you're kind of missing out on all the action that's happened, what people are talking about. So for the first month, get plugged into school. You have to build that, you know, that affinity for your college because it's going to be your new home too. So stay there and stick there. If you are a student that is uh, commuting and doing um, community college, still stay active in all the orientation events that they have. If they have something on the weekend, like a mixer or some kind of like games that are going on in the day or raffle or bingo, go to every single one of them. I know it's so easy for you to say, eh, now I don't really feel like mingling. I don't really feel like going. I feel awkward. I feel corny. Everybody is feeling awkward and new right now. It's not just you. So go feel awkward and new with everybody else. It's the best time to mingle and meet new people. So for the first month, really get engaged. Stay on campus as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Good one. So the next tip is to introduce yourself to your professors or your instructors. Introducing yourself, this can be however you're comfortable. It can be an email, your instructors, you're in the email, you're, you know, just to give you brief tips, you're just saying who you are, what class you're in of theirs, what you're excited for, for their class, things like that, just so they get to know you. That helps because when you're in class, when you're participating, when you're asking them questions, they're getting to know you, but they even, they're getting to know you even before you're really getting into the class or into that class, right? So it's just important if you want to go up there and just say hello to them. For students that are going to huge schools where your lectures as first year students may be 300 people, 
you're literally a number. I've heard of people having like clickers. That's how you do your your attendance in those large wow. lectures. Yeah, I, I, we didn't have that um, in our college yeah. experience, but yeah, that's how they do their attendance for, for the courses. So you're literally a number. Unless you go down there and talk to your professor, talk to your instructor or your TA, they're not gonna know your name for the most part. But just a good idea to introduce yourself, to get comfortable with your professors. You never know who can be your mentor down the road. And this is not just for your first semester, do it every semester. I always remember when we were at Elon, there was a program that I was in, I think Kemi, you were in SMART too, but they yeah. always encourage us to do this. And it really made a difference because it's just, it's you showing that initiative, you taking that first step to reach out to your professors. And again, when you need to go to office hours, you need to, if you, if you have questions, if you want to take them out for coffee or vice versa, it's more, it's an easier process to have an instructor or have a faculty member on your side, I should say, as you're going through college, because that's really important for down the line. Recommendation letters, if you need to do yes. research, things like that. It's just important to have that faculty connection. So we're going to share a template with you. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Yasin Podcast, to see a, you know to see a template that you can use to stand out when you're in your first semester at college. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, it's kind of funny because when I was in the SMART program too, Kiki, they said, make sure you introduce yourself. But I was kind of like an introverted person at the same yeah. time. And I never heard about doing that. So I was like, ew, they're going to think I'm weird. Like, right. I, don't even know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say. So with that, follow our Instagram and we will have like this little email template. And I'll even try to create a little blurb for you to say when you're there in your office of how to introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It's just, mm -hmm. hi, my name is Kemi. Uh, this is my first year and I'm in your English class at 11 a.m. I just wanted to right. swing, swing by and say hello and see how your day was going. Mm -hmm. And then usually they will lead from that too. So, mm -hmm. and you'll just have like a general conversation. You don't have to sit there for an hour. It can be a quick five minute in and out chat. Mm -hmm. And it really does make you stand out now that you're in college, you will have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and growing. So this is a great time for you to learn how to network. And I loved when students came by my office like the first semester to introduce themselves. And I was like, oh, really? Like, where are you from? Oh, so you're majoring in this. Oh, OK, so you excited? Are you feel like you're packed in? Did you find your housing? I just loved having that established relationship already. Yeah. And then when I, they send me an email of anything else during the semester, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember her. We had this connection. Right. She said she wanted this. Actually, let me send her this additional resource. So really do it. It you stick out amazing. And it's just an absolutely great networking tool. Mm. Yeah, that's true. No, that, that is true. I didn't think about you can do it with your advisors, too, or any other staff members just to introduce yourself. Because I do have a student. I don't know. I can't remember if I've met her before, but in person. But I feel like every semester or so, she'll kind of just reach out to give me an update on how her semester went. Cause yeah, we have a lot of students so we're not, we're not always going in to check on every account. Sometimes you all have to reach out to us. And I always think it's great. Cause I, I just think it's really, it's self-aware of her to be like, okay, I didn't have a great semester, but I'm really, I, I'm still wanting to meet these goals or I had a great semester and I'm excited for, you know, X, Y, Z. And I remember her because she always sends me these messages. So like Kemi said too, yeah, it doesn't have to be anything long. It's just a quick check-in to to just say I'm so and so so that when when you, when you come and see us in our offices we're like oh okay I know who you are and we already have that rapport with you so that's for your faculty that's for staff just again networking is going to be huge yes mm -hmm. 
And then another tip is asking for help. So this goes again with, you know, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be, you have to be uncomfortable and um, kind of stretch and grow to be comfortable. Ask for help. So if you need any assistance in your classes, if you're not understanding the material, usually your professors will have something called an office hour. And this is the time where you can check in with them and you can review some of the material. Mm-hmm. Now, in addition to the office hour, here's another perk. I mean, here's another thing to prep before you go in the office. Bring the problems that you know you're having issues with. Specifically right. state to the professor what you need help with. Is it this kind of is it trying to understand what method to apply to a math problem? Is it I'm just not understanding the main calculation. You need to give them insight onto what exactly you can do to help because if you show up to their office saying, I need help, they're like, mm-hmm. so what do you want me to do? Review the whole class with you? You need to be very <laughs> specific because they do want to help you, but they just need to understand how to best help you. Don't be shy. They want to see you. It's another great networking opportunity. And they really do want to see your best interest. And you know what? When you go to your off- their office hours, it shows initiative. It shows that you're trying to put effort in the class. And you never know if you're really still doing bad at the end of the semester. And you're like, man, I've really been trying. They might be like, okay, well, here, how about you have a little extra credit? You never know. You never know. So okay. start on the right foot and ask for help. Even reach out to your academic advisor. So that way you're you're speaking to them and you're saying, I don't really know what's going on. And they can try to help you break down maybe what are some of the issues that you're having. So I remember I would have like a student in my office and it kind of sounded like, and he said he was late on all his assignments. So I said it sound, but he said he when he was in class, he understood all the material and he would do great mm-hmm. on his exams. So I said to him, do you have a planner? He's like, no. I was like, well, that's the main thing. If you're handing in late assignments, and you're missing assignments, you need to get a planner. You need to sit down, create, have a big calendar or have it on your phone or have a regular little book calendar and plan when all your due dates are because you're doing great on these exams, but your late assignments are killing you and then it's going to affect your grade. So if you're still ha- having trying to figure out why am I not doing well, what it, what's kind of going on, go to your advisor and they could try to help you with some academics to unravel some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another, um, if you need help in terms of stress or it's the first semester, it's a big transition. You're moving, you're living on your own. You're, it's your big kind of first step into adulthood and you're trying to maintain a balance. <laughs> you're kind of like a child going into adulthood and <laughs> we have like a, we have like a psychology class on that. It's like the term of a pre-adulthood or whatever. But it can be stressful. So mm. with that, also if you have counseling on your campus, check in with them so that way they can right. help you and you can have some tools for how to handle your stress that's going on, how to deal with balancing things. You are not alone in your first semester as a freshman, even though everybody is posting their highlights on Instagram of them having a great time. Not everybody's posting their grades and everybody's showing you how, you know, defeated they are sometimes. You are all adjusting in this chapter. If you need extra help, ask for help. Advocate for yourself because if no one knows that you need the help, you're not going to get the help. So Mm -hmm. advocate for yourself and ask. Yes, that's a good one. These are coming from, well, I know for myself, I didn't do all these, I didn't do all these things. It would have been super helpful when I was in college. So these are great tips. We hope you use them. Um... The next one is to get plugged into your school organizations. Every every school has some type of like student resource day or organization fair where all the organizations are out there on this out on campus wherever it's excuse me wherever it's housed and you get to go and just get a sneak peek or talk to the members of those organizations. 
they give you pamphlets. Maybe they're out there. I think I think when we were in Urgent Message, we were out there like dancing or yeah, we gospel did. choir. You know, gospel choir was out singing. <clears throat> Excuse me. There, um, maybe the African Dance Club was like on the quad doing choreography and dancing as well. So it's a really fun day. It's just really to help students get plugged in. And free organizations, stuff. Organizations, right, and free stuff. Um, I have a plethora of t-shirts still from yep. those types of events, and I keep them because they're so nice and comfortable. But this is just a great way to get involved. Like, you don't want to go to school and just be going to class. That's why you're there. Primarily, we understand that. We know that. But how are you going to have a balance if you're just going to class? You have to make, we encourage you to make friends. We encourage you to build relationships. We encourage you to to go into clubs that are related to what you want to do. If you want to be a science major, join one of the science clubs. If you want to be a psychology major, oops, sorry. If you want to be a psychology major, join one of the psychology clubs. There's social social organizations as well. Like Kemi and I, we did gospel choir. We did a, dance, a Christian dance troupe called Urgent Message. There's leadership organizations. I can go on and on for days on how many clubs you can join. And if you if don't you, find one, you can make one. <laughs> that's what I did. You can't find one. <laughs> yeah, Kemi, Kemi is the founder of our Christian dance troupe. So if you can't find one, you can literally do it yourself. You have, All you have to do is go to your student life and they'll, they'll tell you the, the procedure. You probably have to gather some signatures, get some members, and boom, you have a club. So it's a great way. It's a great thing to do again just to get plugged in and have something to do every few days you know just somewhere you can go somewhere you're building rapport and building community which is so huge when you're in college because for both of us we made great lifelong friendships because we joined organizations even for your resume so i mentioned if you're wanting to join major specific clubs that you know if you're there's research clubs there's ones again specific to your major business science, pre-med, those are ones that you can put on your resume. I would say put any of them on your resume, but if you are truly involved in it, you can put it on your resume as you're applying to jobs and things like that. They can see, oh, you were the treasurer. Oh, maybe you were the secretary. Maybe you were the president. That's a good way to just do leadership as well. So I highly encourage everyone to get involved, go to your org fairs, go to your student life office. Maybe you want to be an SGA because you enjoy student government and those types of things. There's endless options of things you can do Yes, in terms of clubs. Um, and like Kemi said, if you can't find it, create it. If you want to do a club for a game you enjoy, do it. If that's what keeps you sane while you're in school and keeps you having fun, do, do what you enjoy while you're there for however many years you're going to be in school. So. Yeah. And that's how you meet people that have the same interests as you. So that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. You like anime, you can find it. You like tap mm -hmm. dancing, you can find it. Acapella, you can find it. There's everything there. So just right. join and join the community. Mm -hmm. and uh, I would another... say too. Oh, I was going to say real quick too. Just even before you go off to school, you can go to student life the student life page right now. If you're just chilling at home and you want to see what clubs your school offers, just get on their website, start making a list so that when you get when it's time for the org fair, you know who you want to go to. Yeah. see all of them because they're giving away free stuff but you know who you want to see specifically because you already made a list you know their interests and you can have you can you know be asking them questions as you're preparing but i just wanted to throw that out there um for like this summer vacation find something to do on on their website so yeah no that's a good one another good point is to find a professor or older peer like in your major as a mentor 
So that way you can have some guidance. So um, this is another great way to, you know, be part of your school community. And it's another great way for you to have someone to be a mentor and help you along the way. So if it's in your major, I know I connected with one of my teachers because I was actually I took a whole bunch of dance electives, too, because I was like my second interest. Mm -hmm. And I connected with Jane and she was such a good mentor. I would just like check in with her. Yeah, she was so sweet. And then she even hooked me up with an internship, too. So like, you know, that's how you always get opportunities. So I actually did an internship. And I taught at a dance studio in North Carolina as well. So those people are always going to be there in your corner. They're always going to be there for advice. So if you have any ideas, they're like, yeah, you should do this. Or I could hook you up with this. So it's great to have a professor. They're good networking. And they've been where you are. Uh, To have a peer mentor as well in your major is great because they can help you navigate. You know, if they're like a year ahead of you, they can say, you know what I wish I did my freshman year? I would have did this. And I would have did this. And I would have talked to this. And I would have... I would have did this um, this thesis project that they had because I could have put that on my resume or I would have honed in on this class because I could have did an internship in the summer using those skills. I wish I focused more on that. So it's always good to find someone in your major as well that's like a year or two older than you so you can get some wisdom from them. So you can get as much out of your college experience as possible. I mean, you paid for it, right? So just get as much as possible out of the experience. Mm -hmm. That was really good. The next one, and Kemi, you kind of already talked about this too, which is really important, is to have a planner. This is, I'm glad I got this one because I love a good planner. I don't use them all the time, but I love to collect planners. But they're, <laughs> they are so helpful because maybe, so you can use a planner for, I think, I think Kemi, you mentioned like for due dates. That's great. Make, mm-hmm. make sure when you get your syllabus, your syllabi from our class on the first day of the semester, I always, I always make sure to write down due dates in my planner, even if it's just for the like the first month. You can do, you know, you can be scheduling out every maybe maybe every month you sit down and schedule for that month. That's great. Make sure to have your due dates for assignments, major exams, major just make anything major for that for those classes. Write them down in your planner. If you like to highlight, if you like the color code, I know that I was I was always really big on that. Then do it. But also use your planner to block out time. So if you need to block yes. out when your classes are, do that. If you need to block out time for when you're going to study, do that. Block out time for your clubs, organizations, block out time for your friends. That's that's something to keep you accountable to, okay, well, it's in your calendar. I have to do this today. Maybe you, maybe there's wiggle room, but it's something that you know you're holding yourself to do that task for that day or that week or whatever. It's just really good. Mm-hmm. And I know... A lot of I this is not anything, but I know a lot of guys don't like to use planners. Just get something very simple. We're not, you know, we're not, and this is for for maybe girls as well. Maybe you just like to have something to write stuff down in. Use your phone. Emmy is the reminder queen, and that's a good thing. Oh yeah, she has like alerts that go off all the time. That's that's great. If you know you have a big test coming up, set a reminder for the two weeks before, a week before. So you can be preparing throughout the week. Just do something. Please do something mm-hmm. so that you have everything you need organized. Um, you can get on Pinterest. You can get on YouTube. I follow a lot of planner people. If you're really creative and you like to have colors in your planner, decorate it, there's Happy Planner. Erin uh, Condren is a big planner, a big planner company. There's so many. If you like to create your own planners, a bullet journal 
Because that's like something you can customize. I'm just telling you, there's so much stuff. Get on Pinterest, get on Instagram, get on YouTube and just type in planner for beginners. And they'll, there's yep. something for everybody on there. I can go on forever because I just love I just love a good planner. There's also digital planner. So if you have a tablet or an iPad and you like to use, you know, like to do it digitally so it can go to your phone as well, then then do that. But whatever it takes for you to managing your time well and managing your assignments well. Yes. Please do it. And we time management is huge you. when mm-hmm. you get to college. Like it is so huge. I remember just kind of being I was a great student in high school, but I'm not going to lie, like the freshman year, it took me a while to get adjusted because you're getting adjusted mm-hmm. to different grading styles for different professors, the different amount of work that's right. required. And I used to be the kind of student where I could study on the bus and then I could get an A on a paper. It was no longer that. I had I had no bus. I had the little tram <laughs> tram that picked yeah. me up from the dorm and dropped me the off in front of the ride. biology. That was a five, three minute ride, really. So you really do have to do a lot of adjustment with your time. And I think so often, you know, when you're when you're a kid or a teenager, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're like, I have to go to the bus stop or your parent drops you off. You get picked up, you come back home, your mom and dad makes dinner. You kind of have this set routine already. And now mm-hmm. you have to remake this routine now of what works for you. And some days it's not all going to look the same because in high school, you usually sit down from what, eight to two. And you have maybe some people have like four classes a day. Some people have like five, depending on whatever it is. But now you're in college. Sometimes you can only have, sometimes you'll have two classes a day. Sometimes you have three classes a day. And it depends on each day. So it's different every day. There's different times. So a planner is very, very helpful with your time management. And this Mm -hmm. is a skill that you're going to need when when you become an adult. So you're getting a lot of like life skills in college as well. So hone in on this now. and um. Just start working at it because you're going to need it. I'm not going to lie to you. You will need some time management. You're like, I need to do my laundry. I need to actually cook. Oh, man, my class goes to this time, so I can't eat with my friends. So maybe I should grab a snack, bring it home, study at the same time. So you are going to be learning how to do that more and more effectively. Mm -hmm. That's a good one, too. So like you're mentioning reminders for like doing your laundry. Don't forget to do that, please. We we beg you. We implore you. Don't forget like like simple stuff like we're we're mainly talking about the academics, the planning of classes, your social time. But don't forget the small things, doing your laundry, cleaning your room up. Just set a reminder for 20 minutes of your of your day, 10 minutes of your day to do that, please. We don't want you not doing your laundry or not cleaning your room, not eating. I think you said it came to remind yourself to get a meal. So those, those simple, yeah. those things that may sound simple, but things that can be easily put on the back burner when you're in college, just set a reminder for that too. Yes. <laughs> Those are good. Yeah. This also goes into the next point of making time for self-care. So you have to like schedule in a time for you to rejuvenate your battery. I know like I love connecting with people, but I'm also, I don't know if I'm like an extrovert, or introvert, whatever, but I know like after I hang out with people, my battery kind of dies down and I'm like, I need a little bit mm-hmm. of me time just to like recharge a bit. So something that always worked best for me was I would have one class in the morning. I think I would get off at like 10 a.m. And everybody else had class for the rest of the day. So I would Mm. just chill in my room, watch a movie, take a nap, just like clean up my room, spend some me time. 
And I love that. And then later on, you know, dinner would hit and you'd meet up with people and you hang out again. So sometimes it's always good to have that one-on-one time with yourself. So make sure you schedule that in whatever self-care looks like to you. Do your nails, do your hair, but make some time for yourself. You will have some times in college where you have to say no to your friends, even though everything seems like, oh, we're having fun. We're going over here. But it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You need to do what's going to work best for you. Definitely. The last point that we have is to just show yourself grace. You are one of many, many people, thousands of people going off to college for the very first time, whether you're going to a community college, whether you're going to a four-year institution, maybe you're taking a gap year, whatever you're doing after you have finished high school, you're, you're not in this alone. So we're just encouraging you to show yourself grace, be kind to yourself, because this is a new experience for you. You've been in high school, you've been in K through 12 education for for 12, 13 years, basically. So now to have this independence, to just have something totally new, it's going to be different. It's going to be a huge transition, which is the the theme of this episode is just that you're going into a new time in your life. So be kind to yourself, be nice. That's why we're saying, you know, meet people, meet people that are going through this with you. You're not going through this alone. Some some of you are going to be homesick for a very long time. Some of you may not get homesick at all, but there's people that are going to share similar experiences with you. That's why we say, yeah, meet people, build a community, but just remind yourself that you are doing something really great. You finished high school. That's a huge accomplishment. You should be very proud of yourself, very grateful for where you are today. Yes. And where, you know, where you've gotten to. So yeah, show yourself grace and yeah. take that grace with you to the next chapter of your life. Cause it's going to take you far. So yeah. yeah. Side note, have you ever gotten homesick when you were in college? I think I did, but it wasn't until randomly, like until the second semester, because I lived by myself. I think, I think, I think that's why I got homesick. Cause I was like used to being around people. And then I had my own dorm second half of yeah. the semester the half, second half of the year i feel like that's when i got more homesick it wasn't even in the first part which is weird if, if it wasn't like second semester it wasn't it wasn't like the first few months it was like a random time where i got homesick so yeah i did like for a little bit but i think i probably went home and my mom came and visited me or something like that and i was like okay i'm fine yeah what about you yeah i did i think i'm just like a person and this is just the way that i am so, because I went out of state, so I was from Rhode Island, yeah. and I went to North Carolina, and I was always, like, my friends are like, I can't believe you're going to go so far away, and I was like, yeah, I can't wait to get out of here, Rhode Island's so small, <laughs> like, you know, everybody everybody knows everybody who's going to, like, the schools that are down there, I was like, I want to start over, I want to go down south, I want to, I want to do something new, and I was always like, yeah, 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 I never thought about homesickness, I'd never thought about that until... It was the second day of being like my family left and I was in my dorm mm-hmm. and I went to bed and I just teared up. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> actually so far yeah. from home. Yeah. And uh, but then God is good because I made friends like the next day and started right. hanging out <laughs> and stuff. And then it totally switched over to my mom saying, well, dang, aren't you going to call me? So uh, and it's just so funny, too, because like now, like for those who are just tuning in, me and my husband were in uh, Mexico right now. And I was always like, yeah, I can't wait to get over there. I can't wait to get over there. And 
And it was like the second weekend where everything just settled in, like we got all our work done. And then I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm far away from home. (laughs) (laughs) And then God moves miracles again, because then that weekend I met some friends. I was like, all right, cool, this is great. Right. So it's so the community is very, very important wherever you are. And it's okay to feel homesick. You'll get out of it. Yeah. You just have to press through. You're not alone. You're not mm-hmm. alone. You aren't. They're absolutely true. Absolutely true. Well, those are our tips. Again, there is a part one. It's from last year. So if you're about to go off to college, listen to that one first check this one out or go back and listen to that one. I should say, um, we just hope it has some great tips in there for you. And it's just something as you're going off, you're not just, you're not just being thrown into the wilderness. Your parents are going to give you tips. Your, your friends that have been through this are get, get, giving you tips. Anyone that's been through this before can give you tips. So that's why we're sharing this. Cause we want you all to just know that you can do this. You can do it. You can do it. Okay. You got this. So thanks for listening to, (laughs) yes, you did. Thanks for listening to this relevant ramble. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you take some useful information, share it with your friends. And on that note, please share this with your friends, share this episode with your friends, share the podcast with your friends. We'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review. Always appreciate it. Follow us on our social media channels on Instagram and we're on TikTok now. We are on Facebook. We are on LinkedIn. You can find us wherever, honestly. So please make sure to keep sharing, keep tuning in. If you want to bless us, if you feel led to bless us financially, our Venmo is in the description. But if you just want to leave a review or like the podcast, we appreciate anything that anyone does. We appreciate you listening. So thank you all so much. And we will see you in the next episode. See you. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.